beautiful people. Welcome, pioneers. We are in season two through the eyes of women, and it has just been so amazing to just talk to all of these mothers about motherhood and just get into the nitty gritty. So today we have my aunt Trishana on here. Woo! Yay! 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 <laughs> you gotta give us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Trishana. Um. I am 30 years old. I just turned 30 this year. I am a mother and a wife, mother of three, three toddlers. Um, I am in the medical field. Um, I enjoy what I do. Um, I'm always looking for opportunity and ways to improve myself. And I am a proud aunt of this young lady that is doing this podcast. Hey. <laughs> All right. First question. What is motherhood? Motherhood is the most difficult job I've ever had and the most rewarding also. What are some generalizations about motherhood that need to be shut down? Um that every woman wants to be a mother. Amen. Go ahead. Go talk talk about that. <laughs> one two hours. Go ahead. I think that that definitely needs to be shut down. Just the simple fact that every woman doesn't want to be a mother. You know what I'm saying? I think society yeah. put that on women as an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you're a child, um, getting your daughter's baby dolls instead yeah. of getting it, letting them play with toy cars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just always pushing that on girls and women at on to an early age. And then if you are one of those women that or young girls that say, Oh, I don't want kids, you're looked at like what? Why not? Or I hear a lot of um women that say they don't want kids. Like for example, I was reading an article yesterday on um, Mary J. Blige and she was basically saying that she didn't want children and her reasons of why she didn't want children. And then in the comments, women were like, oh, well, if she just had a good man, she would change that. No, she, even if she didn't have a good man, she still wouldn't want kids. Like it's okay not to want kids. That's not a job and a grace that everyone has. Yeah, exactly. Is it challenging and why? Yes, it's very challenging as a mother. I mean, it takes a selfless person to do this job. Um, it's not always, it's not always rewarding <laughs> at yeah. first. I mean, you go through your stages. Um, if you was lucky enough to have someone in your life to show you just a glimpse of what motherhood looks like, that's not even a snippet of what you would go through trying to do this thing called motherhood. It's just not, um, of course you have your women in your life that, you know, can give you advice and, but it's nothing like a test. You can study for it. You can prepare yourself for it, but it's nothing like it until you actually there and you're doing it yourself. Mm. Is your mother in your life, and how has that affected your motherhood? Yes, my mother is in my life. Um, that has affected me uh, tremendously with raising my kids. Um, 
especially when I first had my first child, I was totally lost, didn't know what to do. Um, she was there if I had any questions, you know, helping me yeah. through it. What does it mean, you know, when this is happening? What does it mean when this yeah. happened to my body? You know, just being able to come to her, ask her, mm-hmm. she she was able to, you know, guide me through those things yeah. that helped me out a lot. You know, even when um, just different things with my kids, even still to this day that I don't know, and she's able to like, you know, help and guide mm-hmm. me through it. Was pregnancy hard for you? Heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hate being pregnant. Like I don't <laughs> know why some women be like, Oh, I enjoyed my pregnancy and it was the most beautiful experience ever. No, I hate it. I hated being pregnant. Like I hated it. Each one was different in their own way, but I just hated it. Like I'll go back on pictures some pictures I don't even recognize myself like <laughs> the amount of stress that your body goes yeah. through mm-hmm. you know it's just it's a lot on your body mentally and physically it's just a lot even afterwards like your body is never the same so how did it change your body temporarily temporarily I was I think the biggest I ever got was almost 200 pounds. And, you know, I'm a little person, so that was a lot for me. And uh, some days not being able to get out of bed, you know, not being able to walk to the bathroom. uh, Like, you're basically handicapped. Like, some days I was peeing and throwing up on myself. Like, literally, like, just. So many embarrassing things that you're like, did I just do that? Like, did I just wet my pants? Like, really? Like, wow. you know, um, just you're just so like not yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of things that you have to depend. I had to depend on my husband for a lot of things. Um, like me walking normal speed and me literally only walking like a couple of feet and then being out of breath you know what i'm saying can barely yeah. walk up the stairs like it's just a lot so um temporarily yeah like it was hard those changes that my body was going through at the time uh, it was it was definitely hard what did your body go through how did it change permanently permanently it changed uh <laughs> My boobs don't sit up high anymore. <laughs> like, That's been the common consensus. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have scratch marks, of course. Like, you know, that reminds me of when my babies was growing. Like, that's, you know, mm-hmm. scratched me out. So those are changes that, like, are just going to be there. Unless I have yeah. some kind of surgery or something. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that those are daily reminders of you are a mother. You went through something. Mm-hmm. Your body yeah. birthed something into this world, you know? Yeah. Have you ever miscarried or had a stillborn? And how did that, how did you get through that? So I never had a stillborn, but uh, I did miscarry early on in my marriage. Um, dealing with that, honestly, I, at that point in my life, I wasn't, uh, I didn't even know I was pregnant and I didn't, at the time, didn't want kids because I had just got yeah. married. So it really was like, wow, like, I can't believe that just happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. like a, oh my gosh, 
like I just lost something because I didn't know. You know, what I mean? yeah. it's kind of different when you know versus when you don't know. Yeah. Was being a mom your plan or was it God's? I believe it was both. Um, I like I said, I wanted to have a family. Um, but then I got married in a, a year or two after I got married. I didn't think that I could have kids. Yeah. Um, because of you know what doctors were telling me, yeah, and um, us actually like actually trying to have a child and you know getting yeah. uh, negative pregnancy tests at the pregnancy test, you know, peers missing yeah. me thinking I'm pregnant, then I'm not pregnant. That's what that was very disappointing. Yeah. And then, um, I remember coming home from the doctor and her pretty much telling me, like, yeah. Your levels is pretty much where uh, old ladies' levels are in her 80s. Like, yeah, your chances of having yeah. a child is, like, slim to none. And I just remember, like, you know how when you want something already, but then you want it even more because somebody tells yeah. you can't have it? And it was kind of one of those moments, and I just cried, and I was just like, you know, why me? You know, like, yeah. um, like asking God, like, I really want kids. I really want a family, you know. And then I remember... um in Baton Rouge, when your mom, I, yeah. uh -huh. I never told anybody about it, and you guys, uh, she was like, uh, she told me, it was just like a random night, and she was yep. like, God told me to do something, can I do what he told me to do? And I'm like, girl, yes, don't let me stand in your way, but know, right? go ahead, girl, what he told you, because I what he told you, girl, so... And she was like, um, he want me to lay hands on your stomach and pray over your womb. And I'm just like, my initial thought was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, because I'm just already like, just accepting it, you know. And then she did that. And I, I you know, I stood, even, I stood in agreements, even though like I felt like it was just like whatever at that moment. Mm -hmm. I still was in agreements like, if God is really telling you this, then okay, you know. Um, but at the same time, just didn't have that faith even for myself. Yeah, like, yeah it's going to happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then what, months later, I'm pregnant with Bryce. Yeah. And then the ball just wouldn't stop after that, you know. <laughs> so, like, I believe it was definitely something I wanted. And also, it was in God's plan, too, because after that, yeah. like, I just wouldn't stop getting pregnant. I'm like, okay, God, like, that's enough now. <laughs> I'm done. I just want right. to You can calm down. Right. Right. <laughs> what do you wish you were told about pregnancy beforehand? Uh, I wish I was told, like, how much it takes effect on your mental. Mm, yeah. Like, I think overall, like, in the black community, we don't talk about that kind of stuff. Like, of course, people we tell really you, don't. oh, your body's going to change, or, oh, you know, when the baby comes, you're going to be up all night, or, but nobody ever talks about how to get through those stages, yeah. like, mentally, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like everybody is there until after that point, and then it's like, yeah. hey, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. What do you wish you were told about motherhood beforehand? Um, I wish I was told like how to 
um, handle like still being yourself. Mm. Like, yeah, you're a mother, and everybody kind of says, okay, you have to do this. And I even heard women be like, oh, it's not about you anymore, it's about the baby, but it has to be about you because you have yeah. to be a well being, like, you have to be yeah. a healthy yourself to be able to give to this child to be able to mm-hmm. you know i can't be giving myself scraps and then you know mm-hmm. giving this child yeah. a full course meal like i yeah. have to nourish myself in order to give this child something worth giving you know something yeah. substance mm-hmm. so i believe like you know i wish someone would have been like okay you know you have to take care of yourself first of all don't just give yeah. and give and give you know, make sure you're in a good place. Make sure you're healthy. Make sure you're going to your doctor's appointments. Make sure you're taking a break. You know, don't just uh, after you become a mother. That's 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 it. Like, still go yeah. after your goals. Still go after your dreams. Still, yeah. you know, put stuff into yourself. Your world and your life does not end just because you have children. I think so many women um, and girls get wrapped up into that. Like. Even mm-hmm. young girls see, oh, what do you want to do or what? Oh, I just I want to get married. Like that's just the main thing. Like oh, I want to get married. Mm-hmm. I want to have children. Okay, what else you want to do? Because yeah. I'm a mother and I'm a wife, but I'm so many other things that I haven't even discovered yet. Mm, yeah, that's good. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a good slash close relationship with your kids? Yes, I don't have no choice but to. They, they won't leave me alone, you. literally. <laughs> they would not leave me alone, literally. Except for Dream, because she's always there. on my mama. Look. I said, except for Dream, because she's always on my mama. Right, exactly. She has two mothers. Like, and they will not leave me alone. Anywhere I go, they're following me around. Like, I'm having a bad day. They don't care. They don't care what I got going on. They in my face. They in my business. The other day, I was having literally, like, a bad day. And Bryce was like, uh, he was like, he could just see it in my face because he kept asking me something. And he was like, Mommy, what's wrong? And I wanted to be like you and your siblings. Y'all the problem. Y'all is what's wrong with me right now. But I couldn't say that to him. So I was like, I was just like, nothing, Bryce. Mommy's just tired. And he was like, um, he was like, well, just go take a nap then. And I was like, I can't. And he was like, yes, you can. Just go lay down right there. <laughs> like, it was so simple for him. But for me, it was like, no, I have like a thousand things I have to do. And y'all are getting on my nerves. But yeah, they, I have a good relationship with them. I love my kids. I still adore them. Um, even though like, it's hard as heck sometimes. Like when I'm yeah. away from them, I'm like, okay, what the kids doing? Are they okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I just can't wait until they're older and I'm able to experience like a different level. Yeah. A type of relationship that I would want with them as they start to get older. I can't wait to yeah. see what that will look like. Mm-hmm. What do your kids do that soften your heart? Uh, when they mimic me. Like- You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Like, if it's something that I do or that I have been doing and I don't uh, realize that they are paying attention and then they'll come back and do it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> So you do be listening to me paying attention like everything. So yeah, that's just something that kind of melts my heart. I'm like, oh. <laughs> How do you deal with disobedience physically and emotionally? Oh gosh. It just depends, honestly. Like yeah. so like, you know, kids are gonna be disobedient. There's mm-hmm. just there's no way of getting around it. Um so sometimes I have to step away, you know, Yeah. emotionally, I have to step away from the situation because I'll be in jail, you know, mm-hmm. or I end up doing something that I regret or I end up yeah. saying something that I regret because mm-hmm. yeah. I found myself in situations like that where I'm so upset, not only just with them, with life in general, and then yeah. they'll come and do something and they're just like, okay, I'm it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so like sometimes I have to step, step away. Sometimes I just let, have to let them just be them, you know, just do yeah. whatever they're doing and then come and correct them later. Sometimes at the moment I'm yelling. Sometimes I'm just talking. Um, each one of them, I parent differently. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. um, with Dream, you you could barely yell a bit and she's trembling, you know, with, yeah. um, with Bryce. I'm learning now. He's a boy. I can talk to him. But to me, I get the most praising him. Um, Discipline him area, I have to just take something away from him. You know, something that he enjoys. Well, Bella, Bella is my special baby. You know, so with her, it's just really honestly, it's not yelling. That don't make it better. Spanking doesn't make it better. With her, honestly, it's prayer and patience. Yeah, I have to just have a lot of patience with her because she doesn't understand on the level that the other two does. So I have to constantly like just be patient. I have to pray and ask God to give me strength to give me wisdom with dealing with her, you know, because it is very hard. What are you trying to instill in your son? Um. Honestly, um, I want to instill in him like the importance of having a relationship with God. You know, yeah. Um, I can't teach him how to be a man. Um, that's something his father would have to do. But I would want to instill in him the importance of being his true, authentic self, no matter yeah. um, how the world sees him. You know. Yeah. Uh, just to be himself, to be uh, to go after anything that he wants to do. I know a lot of times as parents, we put limitations on our kids mm-hmm. based off of our fears and based mm-hmm. off of the things that our desires or wants for them. But I would want to encourage and motivate and just be his cheerleader and mm-hmm. to encourage him that anything that he wants to do to go after it, to yeah. um, be better than me and his father, you know, was. Yeah. And to also, I would want to instill in him, like, the importance of uh, treating a woman, you know, oh, like, yeah. from how, and also, like, I know, like, your mom and his dad always joke with 
me on how I cater to him, you know, and yeah. how I set the bar for his future wife. But I like that because yeah. I want his dad to set that example for him as well. Like, yeah. I want your wife to treat you good. You know, I'm setting yeah. the bar high, but you're going to have to set the bar high as well. Yeah, you know, treat her good. And how yeah. you treat her, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. What are you trying to instill in your daughters? I'm trying to instill in them the same thing, the importance of having a relationship with God. That's everything. And also um, the importance of self-love, mm, you know, yeah. loving yourself first. So many times I see like young women that um, that come from two parent homes and they still you still would know. You know what I'm saying? That they were loved because they were yeah. out looking for it, you know, somewhere yeah. else. I want them yeah. to know within themselves that um, they are loved, that to love yeah. themselves, to carry themselves with grace, you know, to not... <clears throat> not, you know, follow the crowd and just do yeah. what's um, popular or what's in at the moment um, because every decision you make will follow you, you know, just teaching them to how to carry themselves as a lady, how to take yeah. care of themselves as a lady, like the importance yeah. of um, keeping yourself, you know, yeah. just things like that, um, teaching them that society will tell them different, you know, teaching them things that my mother taught me some things yeah. that I had to learn along the way, you know. What are unspoken promises, principles, characteristics, etc., that you want them to grasp just by watching you? Um, I would want them principles that I would want them to learn just by watching me is how to be humble, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, um, just to have a humble and a meek spirit, but also yeah. know how to be outspoken and to yeah. stand up for mm -hmm. what you believe in when it's time, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, how to, um, how to, to carry yourself and mm -hmm. how to, when you walk into a room, your presence is known. Like, yeah. you don't have to yell, you don't have to cuss, yeah. you don't have to, mm -hmm. to do all these things, you know what I'm saying, to get respect. You know, how to how to respect someone, how to get yeah. it without having to be rah, rah, rah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. these things that I'm teaching them without saying anything is yeah. things that I try to present myself as to them. Yeah. You know, how to be calm, you know, not yeah. to get upset about every little thing that happens, you know, in your life. Like sometimes I know with Bryce, <laughs> you'll get upset about every my son. Like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah, calm down. It's okay. You know, just learning how to control your emotions because mm. life will take you for a doozy mm. sometimes. Amen. And just learning how to sit. Just learning how to sit with some stuff. You know. Mm. Yeah. How do you incorporate your walk with Christ into your parenting? So, as of now, my kids are so young. So, how I incorporate things with them um, is. You know, praying with them. Um, sometimes I know it got to where 
our house was so chaotic at night to where I'm like, why is it no peace? You know, it's, it feels like it's just no peace yeah. in here. And so I just, like, I had to bring old school back, you know. Mm-hmm. I just started having to pray out loud and just walking around the house and just praying over them and praying over uh, my kids, you know. And, yeah. girl, before you know it, they sleep, like, literally. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. You know, it's, it's really is power in prayer and being mm-hmm. able to see uh Bryce developed how he's developed and when he wasn't talking and we were so worried being just putting my hands over his yeah. mouth and praying over him and speaking over him and just to see how God has been faithful. Yeah. Answered my prayers and even with Bella, like just the stuff that, you know, how she's improving and yeah. it's just like just a testimony of like you know, prayer works, you know, yeah. and to keep doing that because right now they're so young, you know, they don't yeah. really understand the relationship with God. They don't understand what that means right now. Yeah. But just showing them, you know, by praying and doing little things like that, like, okay, what is, you know, what is that, what is mommy doing? Like, just knowing yeah. what I am praying, then every, the room gets calm and the room gets still and quiet. Yeah. You know, so that's how I incorporate, you know, God in their life as of right now. How do you balance work, spouse, ministry, kids, and your own personal walk with God? Honestly, I'm still learning how. Yeah. That is a constant uh, struggle for me. Um, Some days are better than others. Some weeks are better than others. Um, but sometimes it's hard to juggle everything, um, Mm -hmm. because I'm not a stay at home mom. I'm a working mother also. So I have to work during the day. I come home, I cook and I clean and I pick up, I take baths, I prepare for school the next day, make sure parents come. Like I have a lot of jobs. Yeah. So it's not always to where I can get that quality time with God as I want. It's just still in the way, like, sometimes I have to pray while I'm in the shower or pray while I'm cooking or putting them down. Um, Sometimes I have to wake up early in the morning because I know sometimes God deals with me and um, I don't did everything else and I'm sleeping and I can't sleep at night and I'm like, okay, he wants his time. Yeah. I'm praying in the middle of the night, you know, so it's, it's still like, something that I have to learn how to balance and do. What falls through the cracks because of everything that happens on a daily basis? What area are you slacking in? Um, I would say the area that I'm slacking in the most, I would say would be my marriage, my quality time with my partner. Um, because like everything else is just like mandatory. You have yeah. to go to work to pay bills. Yeah. You know, I can't get around that. You have to, you know, we have three toddlers. You know, we have a five-year-old, yeah. four-year-old, and a two-year-old. So, um, that alone, they're very demanding and very yeah. needy. So, it's hard to steal away time. And by the time we get them down and we worked and we cooked and we cleaned and we did all these other things, um, we're exhausted. Yeah. So, it's just like, it's a lot of times I'm like, okay, I don't have any energy to to talk or to watch a movie or to spend some time 
I just want my sleep, you know? So that's the area to where I know I have to get better in and finding um, that time for us because when the kids gone, it's just going to be us. Yeah. Mm. What challenges do you have as the woman of the house and how do you overcome them? Um, The most challenge I have is being everyone's everything. Mm, yeah, it gets very hard sometimes, uh, and stressful being everything to everyone. You know, um, everyone is where is this mom? Where is that? Um, what you know? Did you do this or did you do this or mommy? I want this and mommy, like it's and then trying to make sure that my stuff is in line. You yeah. know, and then having the demands on my job on me is a lot you know being every everybody's everything all the time and it's never like ending and it's just like okay i'm only one person yeah (laughs) y'all gotta chill out (laughs) right so that you know that is very hard for me at times and just learning how to um Learning sometimes how to say no to people. Mm, yeah. Because I already have so much on my plate. Sometimes I can't just be a yes person. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And I already got a thousand things to do. Yeah. You know, because my mm-hmm. heart wants to help. And yeah. so learning how to say no or learning how to say, well, I can't do it right now, but maybe, you know, another day or another time. Do you find yourself overcompensating in any way for any reason? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, when I feel like I'm not present with them, even though yeah. I know I am, <laughs> if I feel like, okay, this week has been a lot where I've been gone most of the day or I worked late or I've been in there, like, missing me and ready for me to come home. Um, okay, what do you guys want from the story? Or what do you want? You know, like, trying to yeah. just... Um, buy that time or that little mm-hmm. back that I couldn't give them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I find myself doing that. What do you do on the days you want to quit? Oh honestly, ask God for strength. Mm-hmm. And just reminded that nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Mm. Who has helped support you through your journey as a mother? Um Definitely my mom, my sister, um, and uh, LaVera's grandmother. Like, they have been tremendous pillars in my life when it comes to motherhood. You know, being that uh, for your sister, I mean, for your mother, for sure, my sister, she has been my sounding board. Like, my person to where when I need to cry i need to cuss i need to yell yeah. i need to scream i need to vent she's my person i call you yeah. know like she doesn't judge me she's pretty much done live the same life <laughs> yeah <laughs> she understands you know what i'm going through at the moment you know and then like for Laveria's grandmother she was just that angel that I needed when I didn't have my mother. Yeah. Like she was my saving grace. Like she took me in and she treated me like literally like I was her own. And she just was there, you know, in ways Mm -hmm. that I can't even explain. And then my mom, you know, it's nothing like having your mom, you know. Sure not. Like 
<laughs> Nothing like just having your mom to just be there and to be um, that person that even when you can't be strong, she's that strength for yeah. you, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just, uh, I was just thankful. I'm very thankful to have these ladies still in my life, you know, helping me out through this thing, this journey in my life called motherhood. What is one thing you were told by your mother that you use often? Uh, fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she said that so much growing up and I didn't really pay attention. Like, fake it till you make it, girl. Fake it till you make it. And literally, like, I use that, you know, my everyday because... And it's not saying be fake, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And what you're doing is basically like saying, like, you got to push through. <laughs> yeah. Even when you don't feel like it, you know, you pushing through your emotions, you pushing through your fatigue, you pushing through, mm -hmm. like, anything that you're going through at the moment. You still have to take care of these kids. You still yeah. have to get up and go to work. You still have to, you can have your moment. But you still got to get up and face reality. So until you make it through and you have to get up and you have to keep going and whatever you have to do, if you have to scream, you have to yell, if you have to go take a walk, if you yeah. have to pray about it, fuss about it, talk about it, whatever. And then you get back up and you still do what you have to do until yeah. you succeed, until you make it, until you push through. Like you have to do what you got to do until you get through. And that's yeah. what I use to this day. What is one thing you wish you were told by your mother? One thing I wish I was told by my mother was um, basically like that I could do anything I put my mind to. Mm. Um, growing up, we were, you know, she taught us uh, to the best of her ability based off how yeah. she grew up. And then, you know, it just trickles down from generation to generation. You know, like, everything was just like, oh, you can't do this. You know, you can't do this because yeah. of, of this or because of that. And it really wasn't explained mm -hmm. why. It was just yeah. like, oh, just don't do that. Just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. why I can't do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish it was more of uh, encouraging on, okay, baby, like, go after your dreams like okay what college do you want to go to okay after that okay what do you want to do let me see or let me get some resources on how to help get yeah. you there you yeah. know like a lot of yeah. times as the black community we don't even know ourselves we don't have the resources yeah. that our kids yeah. are for yeah. success so it just becomes like a constant cycle that repeats itself and god knows i don't fault her because yeah. she did the best that she could but I did. I do wish that a lot of stuff I was taught growing up that now as an adult, I'm having to um, figure out, you know, and yeah. now I'm having to make sure that my kids know before they get out in the real world, like the importance of credit, the importance yeah. of um, savings, the importance mm -hmm. of um, just everyday life that you have to deal with once you get out and you get on yeah. your own, you don't have mommy and daddy. Oh, sure no. <laughs> <laughs> so you life start hitting you start getting real when you when you get out on your own and everybody be so ready to get out. But these are the things that 
some parents don't tell you because yeah. when we're parenting, it's not, and with parenting, it's not also, it's not that um, parents always like just don't want to tell you because most parents be like, okay, you're going to see when you get out there. You're going to see when you, you know, get out of my house. Yeah. Like, what am I going to see? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. What exactly what is that yeah. secret that you're holding? Because it's like, you're telling me that it's going to be hard, but you're not explaining like the, how hard, the grittiness of how yeah. hard life mm -hmm. gets. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something that I wish she would have told me. And I can attest to that. I've been noticing that ever since I got here, um, not just with me personally, but no offense to the black community, but white parents put <laughs> their kids up for success. I'm just like, yeah, they do. It's they just do. like looking at my friends, and I'm like, and like you said, like I know my mom and my dad did their best, but and, and it's yeah. funny because my mom we were talking about this because it's like she's trying to build what she didn't have, so right, I can't right. fault her because she's she's trying now, and like even now, exactly. if I call, I could call her, and if I needed money and she had it, she would give it to me, but right. To know, like, my friend Cassidy, oh, I love her to death, but she makes me so mad sometimes because it's like, it's <laughs> just like, it's, it wasn't just her parents, like, letting her go, but letting her go and teaching her so much stuff about money and not just teaching her, but setting her up for success, like, right. helping her with college and getting a job right. and a place and all of that. And it's like, Oh, I love you. I can't you. I love you. It like, right. is right. crazy because now it's like, I, I've been telling all my friends, I'm like, I'm going through a pre life crisis. Like, I'm trying to figure out who yeah. I am to feed myself. I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. Like, this is how I right now. Like, this is wild. All right. right. Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. That's That's been 2022. That's that's what, how that this year's been going so far. <laughs> We're only in March. <laughs> <laughs> um what is one thing you want to tell other mothers um i was pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I want to tell other mothers, like, the importance of not losing yourself, not losing your identity yeah. to your child. Like, I know a lot of women, they be like, oh, my child is my everything. I wouldn't know what to do. Okay, what if God decides to take the child from you? Yeah. What yeah. if cool. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have to learn how to be your own person, yeah. you know what I'm saying, outside of your children. I know sometimes uh, my mom is kind of hard on me Yeah. when it comes to being a mother because she's old school. Yeah. And she's like... You going where? You doing what? What about your kids? And I'm like, they got a daddy. I know, right? <laughs> you know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like, I don't feel like I was able to um, just be that single, carefree yeah. person for as long as I would have like before life started hitting me, you know, yeah. even before I had kids and, um, was a wife you know what i'm saying like yeah. i wasn't able to just 
find my true identity yeah. because of how we grew up and how we were raised. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't taught to us to go out and travel and explore and yeah. this and all that. And you know what I'm saying? So like now as a wife and a mother, I am still trying to figure out the things that I like and the things that I want to do while also raising these little individuals to mm -hmm. have to support and show them mm -hmm. how to do the same thing. So, yeah. My Mr. Husband and kids, we're on the same place. what I was telling my friend yesterday. I was like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I'm going. Like, I have no clue. Like, I who is y'all? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. And sometimes it takes time, like, and don't be hard on yourself about it because, like, sometimes people don't discover who they are till they old. I mean, sometimes it just takes you ex experiencing life to figure out what you want and what you want to do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you have to, it's just like what I said in the beginning. Like, sometimes you have to you don't know what's going to be on the test. You don't know, you know what I'm yeah. saying, until you actually get there. So it's just like, now you're going through this thing called life and you're experiencing different things. You're trying different things. Like, you might decide you you want to be a hairdresser at this phase in your life. Mm -hmm. And then another phase in your life, you're like, okay, um, that ain't what to do no more. Like, no, you want to do something else. Yeah. So it's just like, do those things discover yourself you know you might be one of those people like me i get bored easily so that's so it's like it's a lot of stuff that i like to do in this like okay i'm good on that let me try something else you know and it's people yeah. out there that are like that they they have multi multiple different uh trades and talents and things yeah. that they do and when they get bored they drop it and they pick up something else so it's like you just reinventing yourself over and over again mm -hmm. and i love that idea like i hate when people be like Okay, I was a teacher for 40 years and I'm a retired teacher and that's all I'm gonna do. And that's yeah, like, um, no, like we're giving all this, all these things, you know, on this earth, we're giving so much time. Yeah. Like most of us, anyway, um, like what are you gonna do with that? You're just gonna be one thing for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. if you have this one gift for this one thing that God has given you and you know that one thing and that's just the one thing that you just feel like, God, okay, that's good for you. But as for me, I feel yeah, like exactly. I'm supposed to be doing more than just one thing. And yeah, I feel like same. I want to discover these different things before my time here is gone. And you want to know what? That reminds me of the story of the talents. And I think about that often because I feel like I'm the one with five talents because it's like so many different things catch my eye. And the thought of only doing or being one thing really does bore me so much. I'm like, there's just yeah. too much to do in the sea. Like, why do I only have to do one job or, or, or work at one place for all these years? Like, no. Yeah. 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 Boring. Yeah. Very. What do you like, tell your kids often? I tell my kids often that I love them. I tell them that they can do anything. I tell them that they're beautiful, they're smart, um, that they're funny. You know, just yeah. really just putting, just encouraging them, putting things into their brain to where when yeah. the world sees them, they probably won't see them like that. <laughs> so, yeah you're hearing it from me first that you are these great things so 
when somebody else try to come and tear you down. It's like, no, I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm smart. I know I'm talented. I know that I'm this and I'm that I'm that. And whatever you think, okay, that's fine. But I know I'm these things. Yeah. What do you think needs to be talked about more as it pertains to motherhood? Um, I feel like what should be talked about more in motherhood is um, shaming mothers mm. for trying to keep this certain image or persona. Mm. Like, yeah. You a mother, your house nasty, your kids, you know, like, or yeah. you, um, you looking, you know, I'm just saying, oh, she yeah. look crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, or yeah. her kids didn't have no shoes on, like, everybody parents differently. Yeah. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, uh, especially, you know, I'm not even going to say the black community because all communities do it. Put yeah. place judgment on each other because mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. When I be seeing the little Mexican kids that still be sucking pacifiers and have pullers on, they be six. I be like, okay, you know what? You need to stop. <laughs> but at the same time, that's not my place because yeah. that's that mother. You know, yeah. like we put so much judgment on other people on how they raise their kids and mm -hmm. how they keep their house, what they feed mm -hmm. their kids. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you give your kids all that candy, like. Or you get, I don't do that. I didn't, exactly. I didn't do that when I was gone. Okay, that's you, baby. Exactly. Um, this is how I choose to raise my kids, you know. Mm -hmm. So just putting, putting shame and judgment on other women. Like, all mothers are beautiful. This is a hard job. This yeah. is one of the hardest mm -hmm. jobs, I think, um, that an individual could have in yeah. their lifetime. And to have another person try to tear you down based mm -hmm. off their uh, feelings and how they were brought up and yeah. how they were raised. It's just, it's, it's shameful and women need yeah. to stop doing that. Amen, Reverend. Amen. <laughs> Do you think there's a lack of mothers and why? Honestly, no, I don't. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like we all experience motherhood before we even no, we do. Mm. It takes a village to raise a, ch a child. And yeah. um, just like, for example, when y'all were kids, I was helping raise y'all. didn't even realize yeah. I was. Mm -hmm. um, with Shamika kids, you know, uh, y'all yeah. with my kids. You know, yeah. even if it's just a little glimpse, you rocking them, yeah. sleeping, changing that pamper. Yeah. At that time, or you babysitting them, That at that time, you are mothering, whether you know it or yeah. not. Mm. You know, you might not be doing it on an everyday basis or yeah. all the time, but you're doing it. And when you do it, you do it well. And you don't even know. Yeah. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, no one has necessarily just taught you. Or yeah. you change your first pamper. You're like, okay, how do I do this? And then you figure it out. Yeah. You know or the baby keep crying and you like, what does baby want? This not even your baby. What does baby yeah. want? Okay, mm -hmm. let me see the baby want the bottle. Okay, she don't want the bubble. Okay, let me see if she want to pass fire. Then you start rocking her and then you feel like she's sleepy. You're mothering and you don't even yeah. know that you're mothering. You're figuring mm -hmm. out what that baby needs and what wow. the baby wants. And one mother can't do it by herself. Like, we have to send our kids off to daycare. We have to send our kids off to school. So teachers and uh, these people that are in your everyday community that's help raising wow. your child, that some of them aren't parents, that they're helping raise your child. Wow. So I feel like that it's a lot of um, 
it's a lot of parents out there, not even just mothers. It's a lot of fathers out there that are not natural fathers or not natural mothers, but they are when they're helped raising someone else's child. So I feel like there are enough mothers and fathers in the world. You might not know that that's what you're doing, but you're doing it. I genuinely have never thought about it like that. That was amazing. Wow. <laughs> what is your hope for your future as a mother? And what is your hope for your kids? Um, my hope for my future as a mother is honestly just to be more patient, um, to be more um, understanding. Yeah. You know, sometimes as a mother, we don't understand our kids. We just be like, girl, why are you doing this? Like, now, I just told you, you know, just being more yeah. um, easygoing, I yeah. guess. Like, I know sometimes it's the norm to be strict and to be firm and to be like, no, you're going to do this, what I say, blah, blah, blah. But also, I want my kids to be so comfortable in being their authentic self with me yeah. to where they feel like I can come and tell my mama anything. I yeah. can, like, this my this my chick, you know, this my mama, mm -hmm. this, this my girl. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I want them to feel that way about me growing up to where, like, if it's something, anything that they can come and they can talk to me about, and it's like, it's no judgment, it's no fear. It's like, yeah. I know she's going to put me in my place. She's not just going to let me do anything. Yeah. But also, I know that she can be that person that I need whenever, you know, whenever yeah. I need her. You know, so I would want I want to be that person. Also, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. Yeah. A lot of times that I put so much into my kids that I be like, girl, did you even comb your hair today? Like, it's yeah. so mm -hmm. real. To where when I was um, I was um, a stay at home mom, and I had just had dream, and it was it was a mess. It was it was a lot. Like I was yeah. going through depression. Yeah. I was uh, dealing with two other toddlers. Like it was just a lot. And um, when I tell you, it was days like I didn't brush my teeth. I didn't yeah. comb my hair. Like, I didn't put deodorant on. Like, this just being yeah. honest. Like, yeah. it was days to where I neglected myself because yeah. I was changing diapers, uh, feeding kids, and putting them down for a nap. But by the time I do that, okay, somebody else waking up or somebody, like, days where I went all day without drinking water. Or mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, why my stomach hurting? Oh, I didn't pee. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's that real to where... Mm -hmm. Um, I would want to constantly just remind myself into also still wait moments where like sometimes, okay, I got to put myself first today. Like, yeah. Okay, today is mommy day. I got to go put myself first because I got to put some stuff into me, build myself up to be able to give to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can give you something. If I'm empty, what am I going to give you? I have to fill myself up so I yeah. can pour into you. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, um the future me i would want just overall a better a better person like a better yeah. version of myself and your hope for your kids and my hope for my kids will be for them just to be the best them that they can be you know like um mm -hmm. with uh bryce and bella and dream um them in the future i would just want them Whatever, like I say, whatever they want to do, I just want them to go after it. Like, yeah. um, the things that me and their father, uh, 
me and my husband are teaching them like I want them to grasp hold to those things. Of yeah. Not saying you have to do every little thing that we say, but yeah. take those things and then add on to it, build on to it. You know, so I definitely um, want my kids to be better than what we were in the future. Like yeah. the future them, I want them to be already on it with the stuff that we catch just catching on to right now. Mm-hmm. I want them to already have it by the time they don't graduate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mentally, like I want them to be more advanced yeah. than we were mm-hmm. at that age. Yeah. Last two questions, we asked them and, well, I asked them in every episode when I interview people. What is something you have to say to this generation of women and men, of women and mothers? Don't mind me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To this generation of women and mothers, I would want to say that you are amazing. You're doing a great job. Um, Contrary to what you're feeling like, um, that you're doing a good job. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to feel like um, you can't do it. I have my mom yeah. feeling like, I can't do this. Like, why did I do this? Why did I have all these kids? Yeah. Like, like, having moments to where I want to walk away, having moments to where I'm regretful, but then God put me in my place, and he's like, why not you? Why not you? Yeah. You know, like, this is not I think sometimes as uh, mothers, we look at it as a job, which it is a job. But you know what else it is? It's ministry. Yeah. And to be able to minister on this level is so rewarding and so hard at the same time. Because when you're doing it god is not only using you but he's working things out of you Mm. so you have to look at it like you feel like you're just serving you're serving but god is building so much into you as you're doing this job yeah that when you come out of it it's going to be for his glory yes and last question what is something you have to say to this generation of men and fathers I would want to say, even if you didn't have your father in your life, um, even if you don't know how to do it, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to play with your kids, change your pamper, do whatever, just be present because Mm -hmm. your presence is needed. Like, your Mm -hmm. presence is needed. And Mm -hmm. I can't stress that enough. Like, a father, his presence is needed so much. Like, it, it shapes these kids. Like, um especially like the men in our future like just Mm -hmm. having that father in their life you know i'm saying like even if you don't know how to do it okay um try to network or be around some men that are fathers you know Mm -hmm. take from them you know asking god to teach you i know it's time so i had to ask god to teach me how to be a mother teach me how to have patience with these kids you know asking god to put people in your path and to show they can show you examples of how to do this thing because a lot of times we don't a lot of times as black people we don't know how to ask for help we just know we doing stuff Mm -hmm. we doing it the wrong way yeah i say for fathers like even if you don't know the lack of knowledge like um you perish from the lack of knowledge and if you don't know something just ask just ask for help but don't just not be there like definitely be there because Mm -hmm. your presence is needed yeah for sure very much so 
All right, pioneers and beautiful people. With that, that concludes this episode. Thank you to Bethana so much for being on here. It was amazing. And guys, go to the website. It is up now. Go look at the Patreon, the PayPal. Go support, share, download all the good things. And make sure you follow us on Instagram. And you guys with that, have a wonderful, beautiful, amazing day. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.